Yo, 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 solarpreneurs. Before we jump into the episode here, just want to make a special invitation for you to join us over on Facebook in the Solarpreneur Facebook group. There you're going to see a lot of bonus content, a lot of behind the scenes, and a lot of also transcripts of episodes, blog posts to go along with the episodes, and really just behind the scenes content. So you're not going to want to miss it. And enjoy the episode today. Russ Ward is the king of leads knows his stuff so with that let's jump into the show look in the solar business there's really only two types of people there's the ones that crush it make six seven and eight figures and then there's everyone else the question is which one will you be over the last four years we've studied the sharpest solar sales and marketing professionals and how they build multi-million dollar incomes using only the best sales and marketing strategies So how do these solarpreneurs do what they do and what makes them so successful? This podcast is your answer. Join us and thousands of sales pros, marketers, and entrepreneurs as we take the solar industry by storm and uncover what it takes to sell more solar with less effort. Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast. Good morning, solarpreneurs. Today we have got the lead king himself on the show, and this is Russ Ward here. Russ, thanks for coming on the show, man. Oh, man, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so I like your setup there. Got your lead king jacket, lead king hat. Where do we get this swag, man? Got the yeah, man, I, I don't swag have the set up yet, but um, you know, in the future, if you guys are interested, I'll get some swag. <laughs> Mostly just for me to, to walk around town, because actually I was at the mall yesterday doing some Christmas shopping, and this guy stopped me, and he's like, well, who's the Lee King? I was like, that's me, man. And I um, <laughs> got into a conversation, exchanged business cards, and um, ended up being a local business owner that I'm probably going to do business with. There you go. Um, yeah, just because I have a silly logo on here, so, you know. It's awesome. It's crazy what wearing swag like that can get you. I got really my- is. You know, as long as you don't care, you know, and I, I don't care. I like people to stop me because I like to talk to them. So. Yeah, I know. It's true. I got my first client off of wearing a ClickFunnels shirt around. The guy came up to me and said, yeah, he said, what is, you do uh, sales funnels online? And I'm like, yeah. And at the time, I had like just barely gotten started in it. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I just like presented myself as an expert wearing a ClickFunnels shirt. And he's like, sweet, I actually need a, a funnel for a, for a product I'm launching right now. And I'm like, boom, met, met with them and got my first client from it. So That's awesome, man. That's a great story. Yeah, it's, it's true. A whole podcast just about that. <laughs> I know. It's like a billboard walking around, right? Lead exactly. King. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a new um, vanity license plate, too, for my car. It says Lead King on the license plate. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It didn't come yet, but it's on its way. There you go. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. So, Russ, uh, he is, as you can see, a king at generating leads. And we're going to talk about a story here, but you started off in solar, right? And now you're doing a lot of real estate leads. Right. Um, so yeah, I know you've told your story a couple of times on other podcasts and everything, but you want to kind of tell how you got started and what your journey is. Yeah, sure. um, so, um, yeah, I went through, you know, if you, if you look me up at all, you can see I went through some hard times. I um, basically lost everything a couple of times. I was suicidal for a time. Um, I mean, I, I went through some really hard times. And one of the breaks I had in life was um, I was I was selling anything you could think of because the only thing I was really good at to generate money was sales, but my mindset had to be in the right place. And I just saw that Solar City was coming to town in Pittsburgh, and um, I just went ahead and applied. 
kind of hit it off with the, the manager at the interview. And, um, you know, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to work there because I had had such a bad year driving my car that I, I think I got into like three accidents, had two speeding tickets. And they're like, look, we have to let you drive our cars to work here. And we don't know if we can trust you to drive our car. Oh, so I volunteered to drive my own car for the first six months just yeah. to get a shot. So I, I ended up actually driving my own car for a while at Solar City before they could trust me to drive their car because that, that's oh how nice individual I was at the time. Yeah. Um, they gave me a shot and um, I did really well right out the gate. Um, at Solar City, in case you know you guys don't know, back the way they used to do it at least is they have in Home Depot setting appointments and then what they would do is they put it on your calendar as the sales rep. And if you went out and sold the deal, you would get a certain amount for selling that deal, but it wasn't too much because it was a company generated appointment. Yeah. Now you sold your own. It was, it was up to like five times more you could make if you generated your own appointments and sold them. And I was desperate for money. I needed money bad. So I just had to find a way to generate solar leads so I could get this. And um, I just started dabbling in, in lead generation. Um, started watching a bunch of videos and I figured I found a way to generate like 50 solar leads a week wow. on my local market. And so I shot through the roof and you can see back behind me there. That's my little plaque for my first month. That was the top solar rep at solar nice. city. I was actually number one on the East coast. Um, my second month in, I was uh, number one out of 700 on the East coast for solar oh, city. Wow. And, That's um, crazy. yeah, I'm very proud of that because, um, it all came from me learning how to do lead generation. And, you know, it was a, it, to be honest with you, it, it was, it was kind of a lucky break because I was just kind of slinging things around the wall, seeing what stuck. And then one thing was like, Ooh, that worked. And then I just kept on going with it, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. That one number one out of 700, that's saying a lot. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a, I was, I was impressed with myself, you know, and I, I'm usually not, I'm usually a very tough critic on myself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's sweet. And yeah, I was listening to your podcast with uh, Marie Larson. I know you had the other one and you talked about how, just how you hit rock bottom you basically had no money. You had to pick between buying um, gas for your car or what was that gift for your gift for, for my daughter birthday, right? Yeah. And, and was um, that while you were working with Solar City or when? When was no, this that? was actually as recently as May of this year, right? So oh, my, okay. my, my life kept on fluctuating, man. And um, until I really got focused on what I wanted to do, it really didn't turn around. So after that, I just straight out focused on Legion. I took everything I had left. And I hit up a couple of people and I said, hey, would you give me a shot to do your Facebook ads? I only need 50 bucks and I, I just need a review if you like it. So I was, I was doing people's Facebook ads, getting good results. Um, they were giving me a review and I kept on doing it over and over. And I was making enough money after that. I started charging 150, then 200 bucks. And then I started to get a little bit of a following. And, um, you know, it, it just started to pick up. And so I went from that, you know, 80 bucks to the month of November, I brought in $17,800. Wow. And yeah. And that was, you know, a lot of that um, to be, to be clear was, was a black Friday sale I ran to sell some of my courses, Yeah, but still to go from 80 bucks to that much money, I'd never made that much money in, in a month in my life. Right. Yeah. It was just like, it blew my mind when I looked at the final number, I was like, Holy crap. I can't believe how much money I made this month. Yeah. And to be clear on that though, the reason why the turnaround happened was, was multiple reasons, but one of them was that I, I narrowed my focus and I went only at lead generation. Because before I did that, I was, I was doing some flooring sales. I was doing some web design. I was doing anything you could think of to generate money. And I wasn't really focused on any one thing. So when I focused in on lead generation and I got really good at it and I started to get a following. And then when I, when I added this little linking logo, I just said, <laughs> people started to associate leads with me because I called myself the lead king and I had a logo and I had a website and a brand and it, and it really helped a lot. And, um, 
you know, and even back when I was doing solar, I had a website and a, and an app and I called it making solar easy. And what I would do is I'd share this app to people. And if they shared it with other people and went solar, they would get a $200 check from solar city. So I was wow. encouraging everybody to, to share and to get a free solar system with a PPA. And that was kind of our pitch back then, you know, that's sweet. Yeah. And so um, what I find in, in this is a, a good recommendation for anybody that's, you know, selling solar is if you can brand yourself, even if you're with a, a company, you could brand yourself as the solar guy or whatever you want to call yourself, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's really cool. Let's kind of talk about, um, sorry, can you still, can you still see my video on your end there? I can see you. It's just that you're frozen. Is that in frozen? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what I happened. can hear you though. Okay. I'm trying to fix my video here. Um, guys, we can just keep going with audio if we have to. Keep going. We just can't see your mouth moving. That's all. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, but yeah, let's kind of talk about your glory days here with Solar City. So you became the number one rep, and what was it that you were? I know you talked about going to Home Depot and everything. So how were you getting your leads at the time? Were you starting to do online lead stuff at that time, or how were you? I did. Getting these yeah. leads? So the first thing I did was um, I just went into to, uh, Facebook Marketer. What is that called? Facebook Market. And I just posted links in there for solar systems for sale. So I listed a solar system, uh, $0, right? And it doesn't have to be a PPA to do this. It can be a loan as well because you can just say it's $0 out of pocket. And in Pittsburgh, which was a new market for solar, a lot of people were interested in getting tons and tons of messages from Facebook Market over messenger because they were interested in a zero dollar solar system so that was the first way i did it and then the second way i did it was that i went into local buy sell groups i joined every single one of them in the pittsburgh area i think there was 83 of them and i would just drop a link to a survey that i made into every single one of them so i'd say you know go, go solar for zero dollars out of pocket i'd put a few pictures of some some solar homes with um solar panels on them and I would just give a few benefits, you know, your bill will go down and help the environment and then click this link to see if you qualify. The link would take them to a survey. And then once they completed the survey, they come into me as, as a lead. And I got tons and tons and tons of leads doing it that way by dropping that particular link into local buy sell groups. Huh. That's interesting. How did you like come up with that idea? Did you just kind of mess around with things or did, was someone else doing it that you learned from or how did yeah, you it was, come um, up with that idea? It was, it was just something I was like, you know, um, why don't I just try this? Right. And, and so I dropped it into one group. I just dropped the post into a group and it worked pretty well. So I was like, well, let's just do all the groups. And then wow. what I found was that if you frame it a certain way, they'll, you'll get away with it. And if you make it seem too salesy, like if in the groups that I was, I was being too aggressive in, like I was like, I'm Russ Ward. I work for solar city. I want you to get a solar system. They'd ban me from the group because I was too salesy. Yeah. But what I noticed was when I came off as a little softer, um, when I came to the groups and I was like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a local sales rep. I'm just trying to help out the local community by going solar. And, and, you know, when I framed it in what was in it for the community, they always approved it. When I framed it that I was a sales rep, um, they always declined it and usually banned me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. So you just started thinking everyone else, the rest of the companies in home depots, right? They're just getting their leads that way. And then yep. were you kind of the first person that took it online? Was anyone else doing this at that solar yeah. city at the time? They weren't. And, um, you know, and it, it started a little bit of um, button heads because they knew I was doing something different. And I was also using Craigslist as well. Um, I, I, as soon as, once I realized that online was going to work, I started, I started going everywhere I could other than paid ads because when I went to solar city, I was still broke. 
So I didn't have money to be running paid ads. And, and even though I was making a lot of sales, you still didn't get paid at Solar City until the job installed. And Solar City is notorious for taking months to install jobs. Yeah. So I was getting this pittance of a salary. I was making $30,000 plus I got to drive their car. So, I mean, I was, I was the top sales rep yet. I was the brokest dude in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I I just kept on doing it and kept evolving it. And then what I eventually did was um, when, when they would go into the survey and complete it, I would link that up with Zapier and I would have that kick that into my CRM manager. So I'd instantly get that lead into a CRM manager and then I could manage that and call them right away. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I I hadn't heard of people doing that. And does that, um, had you tried that in other markets or do you think it was just Pittsburgh? Do you think it worked better in Pittsburgh being a newer market or have you experiment, experimented with yeah, that so in other I, markets? I've, I've, um, I've actually helped other reps use it in other markets. Now, um, you know, full disclosure in, in a market like yours in San Diego would work as well because there's so much competition, right? Yeah. And, and not only are they running paid ads in, in the very competitive markets, but other people are dropping links into buy sell groups just like I was. And, um, so I've experimented in, in other areas. Like I went to Orlando and Tampa because I have a friend down there that owns a solar company. Yeah. And it was, it was very hit and miss. Like some groups, it would, it would be very well. And then other groups, they would just flat out ignore the ad altogether. Yeah. Um, and then in other areas, like in Arizona, you know, another place where there's a lot of competition, um, it would work, but it would just take a lot of hard work. Like you need to post in 78 groups a day, every single day of the week. And a lot of people just aren't, you know, they, they're out working, they're out making sales, they're probably out knocking on doors, and they don't feel like doing that when they get home, right? Yeah. And so um, the guys that I worked with that actually did that, they were consistently pulling in leads. Now, not nearly as many as I was pulling in Pittsburgh. And the reason I think Pittsburgh works so well is because it was brand new to the area. It was, it was kind of gimmicky at first, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, and everyone in California and Arizona, they, they see solar everywhere. So it's not a gimmick to them. You know, they just want the best deal. Yeah. So you would have to kind of change the ad copy around for, for the what you were posting in these groups to be, you know, more what's in it for me as opposed to solar's cool, you know? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. And so did that, did you find it sustainable? Um, Cause I know how long were you consistently getting lead after lead in Pittsburgh or did it start slowing down um, with the posting too? Pittsburgh? It slowed down. Um, It slowed down a little bit because um, you know, it wasn't as new, but yeah. as long as I was consistent, the lead flow stayed consistent. But like I said, in other cities, it was, it was a bit, quite a bit more intermittent. It was like hit or miss. Like for instance, in Orlando, what I did find was that there was this group of a hundred thousand people on a local buy sell group and I dropped, oh, I'm sorry about that. No problem. Let me turn that off. All right. Um, so yeah, so in Orlando, there was this, this huge group and the woman told me, don't, don't do that. Don't drop your, your link in here. I'm going to ban you. So I came back and offered her a hundred bucks to let me drop the link and she let me drop the link. So then that gave me the idea of I could go to places with massive groups. I'm talking like 100, 200, 300,000 people mm-hmm. and say, if you let me drop my link in here for the next 12 hours, I will pay you a hundred bucks or 50 bucks or whatever I could, you know, get them to agree to. Wow. And then when I was able to do that, that worked out really well. So instead of going to like 20 groups that had three to 5,000 people and I'd go to one with a hundred thousand or 200,000 and then that would get me a ton of leads for a hundred bucks. Wow. That's crazy. So what would you, would this link to a funnel or what did you have it go to? Did you just build like a landing page, the survey or what, what exactly was it? Yeah, it was a survey. Um, what, what I learned and in, in what I've really implemented into all lead generation that I do now is that people don't really like going into very, very salesy type funnels, right? Because yeah. they're used to you see them everywhere. 
So I was trying to take a different approach and, and, and make it from a position of, do you qualify for solar to begin with? We're not even talking about selling you anything. We just want to know if you qualify, if you're interested. Yeah. So that sent them into a, a survey that just asked them basic questions. You know, do you own your home? What do you, what do you think your credit's like? Good, bad, or, you know, average? Um, all the questions we need to sell a solar deal. And then, um, you know, when they get to the end, we obviously ask them for their contact information. And, and my particular um, survey would, would give them a link to schedule an appointment with me if they'd like to. Um, however, after a while, what I did was um, I went away from the surveys and I started sending them to a chat bot instead because that gave me the ability to interact with them in real time. So that's why I kind of moved to a chat bot. Okay. Yep. Cool. Well, we'll get into that in a second, but here at the... Here in this solar printer movement, we're all about closing more deals, getting more leads. So that's a huge secret that Russ just shared with us about how he was getting all these leads. And so what was your, when you got these leads coming in, what was your process from there? You just call them, how many of them actually booked an appointment with you over um, that page you were doing? Was that, yeah, does so that happen very often? If they completed the survey, that usually meant they were pretty interested. So I, I would say, a good 60 to 80 percent of them would actually book an appointment with me within a couple of days okay um, what i found was if they didn't book within a couple of days they were probably going to blow me off and you know probably wasn't going to get it um so yeah I, I would call them or i would text them I, I had much better success when i would text them because it just seems people are much more open to a text conversation than a phone call right yeah and a lot of times i would disqualify them because you know if they were too shaded or if the credit was bad i wasn't going to go out there and give them a three-hour presentation if I knew I couldn't close the deal, you know? Yeah. That's and, awesome. Yeah. So it was, um, it, as long as they completed the sequence, it was a pretty good ratio to get them into a, um, into an appointment. If they didn't complete the sequence, then I'd have to kind of chase them down if I had their phone number, you know? Yeah. So was it tough? Um, cause one of the things I see people struggle with is how to handle these leads coming in. And I'm sure it's depends on different markets too. But um, I've noticed in San Diego, if I'm getting a lead online or some other way, if I'm not calling them like instantly, my chances go way down of contacting them. Um, so did you see that too? And what was kind of your process for, you see a lead come in, right? And then what do you do right after the lead? Do you try and contact them or do you text them instantly? Or what does your right. process so look from there? Look like Right there? in the beginning, um, when I had this, when I, when I didn't have any infrastructure in place, I would... I wouldn't do it at all at first. I would just wait for like 20 to come in and then I would call them all in order. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And in Pittsburgh, that was okay because there's not any competition for solar here. Nobody else was running solar ads, right? Yeah. Um, but in, I'm sure in a city like yours, there, somebody would have called them right away. So that worked. However, as time went on, what I did was I would take the, um, I would automate the process. So when the lead came in, it would send to a CRM manager. Okay. And that CRM manager would instantly start sending them text messages. And then that way they were instantly contacted. And then a lot of them would just reply to the instant text messages. Okay, yeah. cool. So you just kind of automated the, the follow-up so you didn't have to call them right after they just got sent an instant text and right. um, went from there. And then if they didn't respond, you would maybe call them after that or text them after that, or what happens if they didn't respond from there? Yeah, I'd call them and text them. And um. You know, I, I never really got to the point where I wasn't too busy, but if I had to, I would have, I would have just went and knocked on the door, you know, cause I could have, I could have justifiably said, Hey, look, you showed interest in solar and I haven't heard from you. And I just wanted to see if I could help you, you know? Um, no, I never, I never did that because I never got that far. Cause I was always too busy with the other people. Yeah. However, I mean, I would never waste the lead, you know? Yeah. Okay. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then when you got there and sat down with them, was it usually a pretty easy close? Were they pretty interested from there? Or were you having to push to close a lot of these people? Or how did that work once you got in the home? So I would, I would prime it pretty well over the phone. Like I would just kind of tell them what to expect on the phone. And um, to, to prep them for it, I would tell them, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not high pressure at all. Um, this is either, this is all math. This isn't sales is what I would tell them. I said, it's math. Either the numbers will make sense and you're going to save money or the numbers won't make sense and you won't save money. If the numbers make sense, you'll say yes. If the numbers don't make sense, you'll say no. How does that sound? And they're like, oh, that's great because nobody wants to be closed. Right. Yeah. And, um, and so I, I always set them up like that. And another thing that I did too was, um, I went on eBay and I just bought a solar panel for like 50 bucks. I bought it as a prop. Right. Okay. And so I'd come into the house and I'd have my, um, my bag over my shoulder with my, my laptop and my stuff. And then I would have a solar panel under my arm. Nice. <laughs> as I was coming into the house, like, wow, he's going to sell a, show us a solar panel. I mean, this is a crappy solar panel, something you'd use on like a mobile home or something. Yeah. But I would sit it next to me. And then the whole time there that I'm showing them, you know, I, I had a presentation on my laptop or on my iPad. Okay. Um, I'd be sitting there looking at the solar panel thinking, you know, this is a real thing. Nice. And what I noticed was once I started bringing the solar panel into the house, that my, my closing ratio went up by 25%. Really? Okay. It really did because it made it a real tangible thing. What I think was going on there was I think that, you know, with solar, you have to sell the idea. You have to sell the emotion. You have to sell, they have to believe you that your math is correct because if they don't believe you, then they're not going to believe they're going to save money. Yeah. So rather than selling all these ideas, which I was still doing, I also brought a tangible product in and I sat it there so they could see that I actually get to have something when we're done. Okay. That's a good idea. Yep. Try that. We got these little ones that charge the cell phones and all that. Um, I wonder if yeah, that would work it, too. I think it makes a big impression if you carry a real one into the house though, you know? Okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Okay, cool. So you just carried it in and how long, once you sat down with these people, how long were your appointments typically from start to finish? So what I found was that if I was right around two hours, I made a sale every time. If, okay. I, was, if I was below by 15 minutes or more or above by 15 minutes or more, I didn't make sales. So I don't know exactly what that meant. What, what I took that to mean was that if everything went just right, it would take about two hours. Okay. Um, and what I think is if things went too long, they were a bit too skeptical or, or I just didn't do a good enough job. And we were just talking way too much about crap that was out of bounds, you know? Yeah. And, um, and to be honest with you, sometimes I just wasn't on my game and I might have not given them my best presentation. And now I ended up at, I'm at, you know, 45 minutes to an hour and I didn't do my best job. So now they didn't, they didn't buy, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I found right about two hours was a sweet spot. Okay. Cool. So I'm here in San Diego. And as you know, we're super saturated. Um, our company is knocking a lot of doors, which we're getting like, you're the 10th solar guy that's come by, get out of here. We're getting that all the time as we go to doors and throwing off porches and everything like that. Of course, there's still plenty of cells to be made. Um, but what's your thoughts on like a process like this in saturated markets? I know you talked a little bit about what before that maybe it wouldn't work as well posting in groups. Um, but I guess if you worked in a super saturated market, are, are there things you think you would change up a little bit from what your process was becoming the top rep in Pittsburgh? You think you'd do would, things different? I would probably do the same process, but I would just word it a bit differently. Right. Because as you, as you're talking, like you're like the 10th guy that's come by today, I yeah. would word it as, you know, don't worry about those, 80 solar guys who came by your house, you know, this is different. Um, 
go into go into Messenger and, and see if you qualify right now. And if you don't, we'll never talk to you. I would I would make some type of an urgency that gives them a reason to do it. One right now, and two, it would let them off the hook if they didn't want to. Because I think the two reasons why people don't want to talk to somebody who knocks on their door or a, a sales rep of any kind is because they think you're going to lock them into something and force them to make a choice, um, or they think it's going to cost something when when you tell them it's not right. So they're very skeptical because people are always skeptical of sales reps. So if you can take those things away from them that are scaring them away and you just say, look, it's, it's just a a free consultation. You don't even talk to a human. It's a chat bot. And I would tell them in the ad, not, not the ad, but the dropping the the text into the group, I would say, you know, just go through our our automated messenger assistant and and see if your house even qualifies. And then if so, you can book an appointment. I would take the pressure away. And I think that that would help a lot because everybody else is being pressured. Okay. So you would do the same sort of posting, just word a little bit different. And then, um, yeah, would you still set up the chat bot the same, ask the same kind of questions that were being asked in the Pittsburgh market? Or do you think it'd be different questions? Um, I think I'd ask the same questions, but I might ask less invasive questions, right? Because yeah. what I found is that on some of the more invasive questions, they would stop. Um, for instance, what's your credit like? A lot of people don't like to even reply good good, bad, or average. They just don't like that. Yeah. Um, I may remove that because I really don't care in that point because I can always ask him on the phone, you know, and yeah. once you, once you get him onto a phone call, you know, you're pretty good. Um, yeah. but yeah, I would, I would, I would probably just take the, the invasive questions out. And what I, what I did notice that worked well was when I started adding questions to both the survey and the chat bot that were, um, not directly sales related, kind of like, what's your reason for going solar? And, you know, I'd give them options. Like I want to help the environment. I want to save money, stuff like that. Um, it, it, it just seemed that it kind of like put their guard back a little bit if you asked them a few questions. Right. And I would put things in there like, cause I think it's super cool, you know, just yeah. anything to make me seem like I wasn't super professional sales rep dude that was going to try and come in here and close them. I just wanted them to feel, you know, their, their guard was down and that I was just a cool guy that could help them out and save money with solar. Okay, cool. That's yeah, interesting. Cause I'm trying to think how we can apply this in all the different markets and, make it work for everyone. But yeah, I think that process, not many people are doing that, that I see posting in the groups, even in San Diego, I'm part of different groups and I don't see that a lot. So I can see how, if you did it, especially in a non-invasive way, I think that would definitely generate some results, get some buzz around it. Um, and yeah. so, yeah. And so rest, you talked, we talked a little bit before, um, I know you showed me your spreadsheet and everything. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that and your process of what you were showing homeowners? Is that kind of part of the presentation that you were showing the homeowners as you met up with them? Is that something that yes, you I had pretty much like a standardized presentation that I'd use. Um, you know, there okay. was, there was just points that we all want to hit in the solar business. Um, yeah. you know, we all know what they are. And then what I'd do is I would hammer hard on the math. I would, I would make it such a no brainer. I my goal was to make them feel absolutely stupid if they said no without calling them stupid right yeah and so I made some spreadsheets that were designed to do that and the spreadsheets were calling them stupid not me and so <laughs> I had a couple of them one of them was, was was for cash where if they paid cash it showed them you know you just plug the numbers in and it shows them exactly how much you're going to save over the next 25 years and what your cost per um, kilowatt hour is going to be over that 25 years and so it was staring them right in the face then and I'm sure in a place like California they would be saving probably like two hundred thousand dollars over 25 years yeah and you just you know, the math shows right here that you would save $200,000 over 25 years. And then I just shut up. Yeah. 
and just wait to see the response. What if they say anything other than, Oh my God, let's do it. Then you just look at them like, they're talk, right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's awesome. and then you do the same thing on now with um, what I did with the, um, the loan calculator that I did was I showed on the calculator. This is already what you're paying per month for electricity. If you go with the utility, if you take the loan payment and then any, anything that we can't offset with solar because your roof is not big enough or whatever, and what I was showing was the difference between their their local their monthly utility payment and then the cost of the, the solar loan, right? Mm -hmm. And so if as close as I could get that to zero, that would be my higher chances of probability of closing that deal. If I could get it at zero, right? So if I could get it at, look, you're gonna switch to solar and you're gonna pay a solar loan, you're gonna pay the same price until this loan's paid off, but then yeah. after that, all your solar power is free, they would they would love it, right? Yeah. Even if I had that as high as 50 bucks a month. Yeah. You're going to pay 50 bucks a month more for the next 20 years. However, you're locked in at this rate. The rates are going to keep rising. Your rates going to stay the same. And Oh, by the way, after 20 years, you're not going to have any electricity payments. How's that sound, Mr. Customer, right? Nice. And you know, anything in between there I could work with uh, up to 50 bucks. I could, I was pretty consistent at closing those, those solar loans after 50 bucks. People started to get a little bit weird. They were just like, I don't know if I want to pay an extra 50 bucks a month. Right. Yeah. But, what, what I kept on doing was rounding them back into, but the rates are going to keep rising and yours is going to stay the same. Okay. And then I kept on saying, you know, and you do realize once this thing's paid off, it's yours, it's free and all the electricity is free. And they would just, you know, in, and you just kept on hitting those same points because solar sales is a lot different than regular sales. Yeah. Like I keep on getting back to, it's just math, right? Solar sales, all it is is math. If yeah. they really are saving money, you, all you have to do is show them the numbers and say, look at this and you just be quiet. And usually we'll make that sale. Yeah. It's true. I think it's super logical. And um, I don't know if you had other sales, but I started out in pest control where we're trying to get people to spend, you know, 500, five, 600 bucks extra during the year to get their bug sprayed. Right. And it's just like, it's nice to come to something where you're actually saving them money. But yeah, it's super right. logical. And if you can get them to see, and I'm using spreadsheets too, as I close deals. And I found that it helps a ton if you actually make it visual and show them just do the math with them and help them understand the math and agree with it then it should be super logical close right yeah so i think that's um, genius go ahead one thing that i did notice and um some of the deals i didn't close i started thinking back to why didn't i close these and what i find was i think that some people think solar is very complex and they they, they feel like oh i don't understand it so i might get ripped off a lot of people feel that way yeah. so what i started doing was um i made some visual aids that were um i laminated them and basically all it was was a picture of of a building with um, a solar panel on it and it showed how the how the solar power basically went into the the panel into the house and then how Basically, it would um, it would go back out to the grid if it wasn't necessary. I mean, it was just a super explainer picture that I could just point to show how solar worked and how net metering worked. And then I said that that's pretty simple, right? And I noticed once I started using visual aids that showed how simple it was, my sales close ratios actually went up again. Huh. So yeah, so the 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 keys that really helped my sales go up when you know I kind of hit like a, a plateau was bringing in the the prop, which is the solar panel, and then using visual aids, and then I helped the sales go back up. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's something I, I've had to learn too. It's just more simple. You can keep it. It just makes it so much of an easier decision. So that's something right. I struggle with. I've been in solar now two and a half years, but my first probably year or two, I just made it so complex talking about all the net metering stuff, talking about the micro inverters, talking about every single piece of technology with it. And 
you just talk yeah. yourself out of the cell, right? Because people think it's so complex and they need to go research the panels you're using and see if there's a better panel out there. But I think exactly. the more simple you can keep it, that makes right. your chances go go up way higher, right? Yeah, so that's, a, that's genius, man. I'm going to start bringing that little solar panel around. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. You know, I think nowadays you can even find them in like a little, little size, kind of like this big. Yeah. Um, I mean, cause, cause honestly, lugging, I had a, I had an old school dinosaur solar panel. I mean, it was big and I was bumping into things. Yeah. So, I mean, you could even bring one in. It was like this big. It might, it might be helpful. We had, um, I worked at a, also a local solar company too, after solar city, they didn't pay me nearly enough to stay there, but they yeah. did have um, some demo solar panels that the um, companies would send us. And I would take those into the house too. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how would you use that? Um, was a, um, I would take in the, the mounting technology that we used as well. Um, because some of the, some of the guys who were like, manly man, you know, the, the, the super, I know how to do it all type guys. They would want to know, how are you going to mount this to my roof without, you know, destroying it? And so if I was able to break that out of the box and just hand it to them and say, here's how it goes. I, I'm not a roofing guy. I don't know how it works, but I'm sure you do, Mr. Customer. Yeah. And then flatter them a little bit, you know? <laughs> That's cool. So the mini solar panel, how are you using, are you passing it to them, letting them feel it, touch it, and just kind of explaining how solar works? Is that how you'd use it or? That's exactly what I do. I'd let them hold it. I'd let them play with it. Um, I'd let them, I'd explain a little bit how it worked. And then I'd say, look on this app that I have here. Um, there's a video that explains exactly how solar electricity works. And then I, what I always found was that self-depreciation worked really well. Like I would say that I'm looking at, in all honesty, I don't even really understand how this works so well. I just know that it does work <laughs> and it saves a lot of folks some money. Um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm just your representative to help you save that money. You know, and I'm, not, I'm obviously not a scientist. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I really feel like if you can kind of bring yourself down to their level or a little bit below that it, that it helps your chances a lot because they think that this, this, scientific dude's going to come in here and start explaining all the scientific stuff about solar. And I yeah. think they're a little bit intimidated by that if they don't know anything about it, you know? Yeah, that's true. I think that helps a lot making them feel like a genius and yeah, absolutely. Them to agree with the little things you're doing. You want to be the genius? You're the genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with those prideful people. You get those prideful people that you just got to feed absolutely. their pride yeah. to be able to close them, mate. My, my favorite guys were those guys that knew everything because I knew I was going to sell them because I would just agree with them. You do know everything. This is a good choice, isn't it? And I'd be bobbing my head up and down. Yeah. And be, yep. It sure is a good choice. Yep. You're making the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Well, cool, Russ. Um, I know we're running short on time here, but I want to get into just a little bit too on more on the chat bots here. Um, we're all about teaching solar reps how to generate more leads online and how to close more of these deals. And we've talked a little bit about funnels in the podcast, but haven't really talked about chatbots. So how are you helping people in the solar industry right now with your chatbots or what does that look like now for solar reps Have you, as you've been setting that up? Yeah. So for those who aren't familiar, um, a chatbot is really just the Facebook messenger that talks to them without you doing it. It's all automated, right? So what you do is you just set it up with a series of questions that it asks people when they come into it. So they click a link. And then there's a button that says get started. And then the chatbot will introduce yourself. It'll say, hey, I'm Russ from, you know, Russ's solar company. And um, I just wanted to, you know, see if you qualify today. And then they'll, they'll say, okay. And then it basically just asks them all the same questions that the survey did, only it's automated in a messenger bot. Um, cool thing about doing that as opposed to using a survey is that at any time you can jump into this conversation and you can start talking to them. So if they don't complete the chatbot um, sequence, you can jump in and say, hey, you know, I, I realize you didn't complete the chatbot, but I just wanted to follow up with you. 
And then the cool thing is, is they're all in one big group. So you can go back and you can follow up with them with like a massive message, kind of like a, a massive um, email message, right? And you have access to these people forever until they opt out and they usually don't opt out. So that's the massive advantage to using chatbot because you have instant access to them right away. And then a lot of times what you can do is you can just set the appointment right in the chatbot and you don't even have to make the phone call. Huh. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. So you're telling me you can just have this robot talk to them and just magically set these appointments and you don't <laughs> got to do anything, right? Well, it, it, <laughs> there, you can put a, you can put a calendar link on there and they can set it themselves, but most people won't. So at some point yeah. you are going to have to manually jump into this thing and okay. hey, I'm 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 Russ, and you know I just wanted to see when the best time for you would be, or something, you know, however it works for you. Yeah. Um, and I, and I'll tell you what, these these things aren't terribly hard to make. A lot of people make it harder than it is. Um, if you guys want to take a look at a solar chatbot, you can look at it. I have a demo one on my website. My okay. website is king.net, and um, I have a tab that says chatbots, and then there's a tab that says demo chatbots. Yeah. And you can look at the solar chatbot on there, and um, you know, just a just a few minutes, you can probably make one yourself. It's not too hard to make. Okay. Yeah, we'll post that in the show notes. Leadking.net slash chatbots, you said? No, it's not slash. It's it's actually on the menu. So you have to click on the, on the menu. menu and okay. It comes down from the menu. Okay, cool. Yep. So we'll post that in the links there. And um, so I know you said it's not complicated to set up. What do you use to set up these chatbots? How do people get started use, in that? Yeah, I use ManyChat. It's, um, it's, it's the easiest one and it's free. And um, However, the chatbot that I'm using is not free. It's 10 bucks a month. And the reason why it's 10 bucks a month is because you have to upgrade to ManyChat Pro to use this one. And the reason is because if you're taking their contact information, you have to upgrade to Pro. And so okay. um, what you could do is if, if, say you don't want to pay the 10 bucks, is you could just go through the whole sequence. Um, and then at the end, you could, you could ask them to give their contact information. But the way I have it set up is that it automatically pulls it in from Facebook and they just have to tap on it to confirm it, which makes it a lot easier. Oh, sweet. So okay. it's, it's well worth the 10 bucks. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, as, as long as you're going to use it. Okay. So way smaller of a commitment. They can just tap yes, rather than giving each yeah, so info individually. If, right? if it's wrong, they can, you can put a little message in there that says if it's wrong, then type it in manually, you know? Okay. Yep. Cool. And what results um, are you doing this for a lot of people right now, helping them with these chat bots or what kind of results are you seeing people get with the chat bots so right now? In the last six months, I've helped about um, six solar reps do this, and all six of them, I, I don't know if it was six, I don't remember the exact number, but all of them were in super competitive markets. Mm -hmm. um, however, all of them have closed deals using it. It's just, it just took some work. So the first guy that did this, he was posting consistently in, in groups, um, you know, five to seven to 10 a day, and it took him about a month to get his first deal. Now, that sounds like a lot. However, his first deal paid him a commission of over $3,000, and he paid nothing for that ad spend, right? Nice. Yeah. And it, and it, and it is, it's just a, it's just a, um, being consistent is all it takes. You have to just keep posting and posting and posting. And what I recommend is you get all these groups. I, I recommend, um, you know, at least 50 to 80 of them. So that way you can post in several a day. You don't hit those ones again. You get five to eight more the next day. And then okay. you keep on, um, you keep on getting different groups and then you loop back around to the beginning. And I made a spreadsheet to do that so I could track which groups I posted in and then not hit them again for a while. Yeah. So how many groups? You said 50 to 80 groups. That you're yeah, in? in Pittsburgh, I had 83. And um, I believe that gave me, I think I was over like mm, 800,000 people in those groups. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah and, and my city's not that big. So your city, you might have more people in, in your groups there, you know? Yeah, it could be. 
And so what does that look like? The postings, um, you said five to seven times, how many times a day did you recommend posting? Yeah, five to seven. And really what I do is I would just make, I would just make a, a post and I would just copy and paste it in there. So literally it takes less than five minutes to do it. Um, you know, you, what one, th one key to it though, is that if you post a link in a group, it's going to actually try to make a, make like a, um, I don't know, an image for that link. So you always post your images for your post first, and then you drop your text in next, but you show up first. So what I do is I'd have like 10 pictures of houses with solar panels on them in the local area. I'd drop them in, and then I would post my text in there. And it would say something like, you know, I'm on address, I'm a local solar rep. We can really help you out by, um, you know, saving you money and going solar. Click this link to see if you even qualify. Okay. And, um, and then I'd have some verbiage in there that it would be, you know, an automated messenger. You always want to let them know it's going to be automated. One, because it takes down their, their red flags. And two, because if they start a chat bot and they're not expecting it, they might freak out and not even do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's cool. So solar printers, we're covering a lot of information here and I'm frantically taking notes because I don't want to miss these golden nuggets here that the lead king is dropping for us. Um, so that's a ton of info we're going through. How would you, as you're posting these five to seven times a day, that's all in different groups, right? So seven times in seven different groups for that yeah. day, then you move on to the next group. Okay. Really, it, so, it sounds like a lot more work than it is. Once, once you get the post you want to make, you just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, you're, you're done. You know, it, like I said, it takes you five to 10 minutes to do this. Okay. So you're yeah. doing that, then you're just cycling. You're not having to think of like new ideas of what to post. You're just cycling through these 80 groups. And then once you hit the 80, then you're just starting back at group number one. And doing yep. basically the same post. Like, number one, I'll, I'll I'll change the wording around in the post, you know, and that's it. And then, so if you figure, you know, I mean, you could go through like a half a month with the same with the same post, you know, yeah. the text file, and then you start over at the beginning again and make a new post. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. From what I'm hearing, I think this is a great way for people to get started with online lead gen because I know my holdup was like I don't want to spend money on ads. So it's kind of, you feel like it's kind of a gamble, like oh, I'm dropping some money and maybe I'll get a lead. Maybe I won't. They say it takes a little bit to get some people coming in. So I was all worried about just spending money on the ads, but from what you're saying, this you can get going right away and it's not, you don't necessarily have to have money for ad spend. Just join these groups and then maybe spend the 10 bucks for the mini chat. And you're good exactly. You can, you can be able to generate leads for a very inexpensive price. Now, I do get people asking me often, will this work for anything? And the answer is no. <laughs> this works for local services only. You can't be in there, you know, selling your t-shirts or whatever the heck. Because <laughs> okay. a lot of people are like, oh man, I'd love to get free leads doing it this way, but you just won't get away with it. The reason you get away with it with like things like solar is because um, it's, it's a thing that the local population needs and that's why it kind of makes it okay, right? Um, anything else, you're just a regular old salesman. You know, you can't be in there selling anything that you'd make funnels for. It has to be something specific like what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, that has been quite the, yeah, quite the knowledge you dropped on us here, Russ. Thanks for sharing your secrets. And so where can, I know you told us about mini chat, but where can people find out more about you and what you do and yeah, more so about my, you? My website has pretty much everything about me, the leadking.net. Okay. Um, and I do work with a, uh, with a partner for solar now. I don't, I don't focus on solar anymore. Um, I, I moved more into real estate. I got a real estate license and, and I do almost exclusively real estate leads now. Okay. Um, 
my partner's name is Austin Lacey. He's, he's kind of active in the ClickFunnels group. He's active in, um, there's, a, there's a group that you guys might not know about, but it would be good for you to join. Is, um, it's called um, Solar Talk with Solar Pros. If you check okay. that one out. Yeah. Um, and he's active in there as well. So Austin does uh, solar exclusively and he has like, um, he, he works with big companies and, and individuals. So he'll do like a company and do all their leads for the whole company or he'll work with an individual solar rep too. Um, and he okay. just came out with this course too that, that kind of shows, the course he made actually outlines the process that I use. And then in his course, he actually includes a solar chatbot that he sets up for you too. So he, he's, a, he's a great guy to work with. I know not a lot of people have the money to spend to hire someone to help them. But if you do, Austin would you know, take great care of you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Maybe we can get him on the podcast in the future here. But we'll... Yeah, absolutely, uh, Austin's a, he's a really chill, really nice guy. He would be happy to come on and talk with you guys. Okay. Yeah, it'd be awesome to get him on. Um, cool. Well, yeah, definitely a lot of stuff to think about. And thanks for sharing your wisdom with us, Mr. Russ Lee King. And <laughs> so, as, yeah, and so as the final, any final thoughts for the solar, uh, for the solar people on the podcast here, any other last secrets you want to drop for the whole solar industry? Spot here. Um, no, man, I think we, I think we covered a lot of stuff, you know, just, um, just keep grinding. If you, if you do get into the, to the local posting, um, you know, just expect that it, it, it may or may not work right away. But if you okay. do it consistently for a month or two months straight, you will get deals out of that. And your return on investment will be off the charts because you're not going to pay any money for it. So, so at least give it a try, you know? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Consistency is key solarpreneurs. And with that, we just all need to jump in and get those chatbots going and keep it going. So Russ, thanks for being on the podcast again. And hopefully people will check out these chatbots and definitely take notes because there is a lot of info <laughs> we go over in this podcast. Yeah, it's good but, stuff, man. I'm glad you're doing this for people. Yeah, it's a good thing to learn about. And every I'm I'm I've been knocking on doors for two and a half years now. So definitely it's nice to expand the lead generation into online and figure out these different ways. Cause I think it's just the way the way of the future. People are going online, people are getting these leads. Yeah, and absolutely. people honestly get there's not not everyone will go sore by knocking a door. I think people get sick of that. So we're seeing more and more of that. So thanks for sharing with us your secrets, Russ. Oh, no worries, man. Have a great day. It was good to talk with you guys. Okay, you too. Thanks. Solarpreneurs, thanks again for being on the show. Please continue to drop us comments, give us suggestions. Let us know what you thought of the show and show Russ Ward some love too. Give us our lead king what he deserves. Um, next episode, we're going to have the one and only Frankie Lane on the show. If you haven't heard Frankie's story, you're not going to want to miss out. It's literally the classic rags to riches story and pretty insane what he had to go through to get his company started and get the solar going in Florida with Set Up My Solar. So tune in to next week's episode. We're going to continue to release the content, the podcast interviews on Friday for right now but let us know what you think of that and we'll talk to you soon wow what another amazing episode of the solarpreneur podcast now before we take off here do us a favor and go leave an honest review on your platform of choice or wherever you're listening to this podcast it helps us get the word out about the solarpreneur movement and impact more entrepreneurs sales professionals and marketers just like you and hey don't forget to head over to Facebook and join the Solarpreneur group for more daily content that's going to impact you and help you take your sales game to the next level. See you guys in the next episode.